Welcome to the DeCesare Group Podcast. I'm your host, Jim DeCesare, and this week we're branching out with a special guest and a good friend of mine, Tony Rose. But before we get started, I have a favor to ask. Take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, and if you like what you hear, leave us a review and let us know what you think. Also, follow the DeCesare Group on Facebook, X, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and subscribe to our newsletter, Soki Economic Development and Business News, to stay up to date on the latest economic and business news in South Central Kentucky. Now, on this week's episode of the DeCesare Group Podcast, I talk with my good friend, Tony Rose. Since 1999, Tony Rose has been a fixture on your radio dial in Southern Kentucky. Multiple-time Best of Bowling Green, Best Local Radio Personality, and multiple-time winner of the National Association of Broadcasters Crystal Radio Award for Outstanding Community Service. Tony Rose has been a host MC for practically every event in South Central Kentucky over the past two decades. And in 2005, Tony Rose started the Stuff the Bus event, where he lived in a school bus until they were filled with school supplies for kids in need on the first day of school. Since then, the event has grown to become a full nonprofit foundation that awards classroom grants, college tuition, and school supplies year-round to over 15 different counties monthly. Tony has branched out from the radio show host to live streaming, fundraising, and being an overall community leader in Southern Kentucky. Here's my conversation with Tony Rose. Hello, Tony. Hello, Jimmy. <laughs> hey, man, welcome. Uh, thanks for being on the DeCesare Group Podcast. Obviously, you've interviewed everyone else. Yeah, this You're is it. You're scraping the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. And, uh, You're the only a, guy left in Bowling Green. A great final episode for you. <laughs> Jim DeCesare, my old friend. How are you? I'm nice. well, man. I, uh, it's great to have you here, and, yeah. and we've been talking about bringing you in. I know I saw you one day, I think maybe before the, the infamous Starbucks closure downtown. That's a whole other story. For <laughs> yeah, day. but yeah. Uh, I think I ran into you there. You're like, you got to have me on a podcast. And then I was telling <laughs> Amy and Brooke about it in one of our meetings. They're like, you need to have him on the podcast. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm for it, you know. And so, then you were like, if you start wearing a bow tie like Caboni, maybe we can make something happen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but anyhow, you know, I, I did want to get you in here because you, you've been a an integral part of this community for over two decades, as Thank I mentioned in the, in the opening, and um, been a part of a lot of events and charities. So mm. I wanted to get your perspective on how you've seen the region evolve during this time and what role yeah. do you believe the community events and initiatives, like Stuff to Bus, yeah. uh, are, are playing in shaping our region's landscape? You know, I, I think, and I'll just use Stuff the Bus as an example, something that we started literally 20 years ago. You were there that first year mm-hmm. we did it. I remember you were there every year. You've That's been when there. I had hair and a mustache. It was a different time <laughs> and place. Yeah. We all had a little bit of hope too. Yeah. Um, but just seeing how it's evolved over the past two decades. And I think it, it, in a couple of ways, I think you see how a community, especially as you go through hard times, I remember when 08, when the housing market was yeah. was awful and people were scrambling around. And now as we kind of come out of COVID, through COVID into where we are now with the economy, um, you, you look for ways that you can not only fill a need in the community, but you can also bridge the gap between our great local businesses and our great local business leaders to the local community on, on the ground level. That's what we've always said about Stuff the Bus is it's such a unique community we live in is the reason why Stuff the Bus works and the mm-hmm. reason why that we're able now from just collecting two tons of school supplies 20 years ago to allocating $5,000 a month in classroom grants and, and, and you know, raising tons of supplies every year and college scholarships. It's because communities like Bowling Green makes it work. You can't go to Chicago or L.A. and do yeah. a foundation like Stuff the Bus. There's way too much stuff going on. You can never get to the top of the ladder to have a meeting with the 
most powerful business leaders you have in the community. Whereas if you're in a really small community, even though we are surrounded by so many great small communities around here, you just don't have the people who can move the meter on a corporate level in those communities. But what has always been amazing to me about Bowling Green and Warren County, and you know this too, and you've seen this, is you have the right mixture of big business leaders, whether you're looking at the Corvette plant, WKU, Fruit of the Loom, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. To, at the same time, you still have a down-home atmosphere where you go to the grocery store on a Sunday morning and you're going to run into the president of the Corvette Museum who's shopping in the same grocery lines you are. That's what's amazing about our community and it's what's been so special about uh, what we're able to do is the fact that we're able to bridge the most powerful business leaders in the community with the most powerful local leaders and these amazing families and these amazing schools and bridge it all together, which you can't do in a big city. You can't do in a small town. No. And, and, you know, talking about we are fortunate here in in South Central Kentucky to have uh, some major corporations that are based right here in this region. And, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, Dollar General's got got to start in this region, mm-hmm. Houchins Industries, you know, you, you mentioned the Corvette plant and the yeah. Corvette Museum, Fruit of the Loom, all those industries are, are right here in this area. But we're growing as well. Yeah. And we're, we're predicted to be, you know, well over 200,000 in Warren County and Bowling Green in the next, you know, 10, 15 years. So there's a lot going on here, but we've still kept that small town feel that you talked about and you know stuff the bus has grown into a significant foundation you've talked about the five thousand a month and and it's not just bowling green warren county it's it's south central kentucky uh can you share some of the success stories or examples of of how stuff the bus has improved the quality of life for residents particularly students and educators because you know they're 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 out there doing teachers are doing the hard work of getting our kids ready for life yeah and and that's a good point. 20 years ago when we started Stuff the Bus, when I was living in a school bus, you were coming out there. We were all, it, was, it started as a radio stunt. You know that? That's where your roots are. Still oh, yeah. are. It, you know, you got to do things that attract attention. Living on the billboard till the team wins a game, whatever it may be. And when we started living in a bus and we had no idea what even a family resource center was at schools. And of course, every school has one. Yeah. Um, but we learned about that from the start. But we also saw that prices were a lot different then. Uh, you know, then people could bring out bags and bags of school supplies and it would cost them $20 at Walmart or Target or wherever it was close to. And now those same supplies are costing somebody makes a donation. That's, that's 150, $200 worth of stuff. I mean that, look at that kind of inflation that we've seen over two decades. Right. And that reflects right back to what moms and dads are having to go through. Uh, we're seeing it affect, you know, different economic structures, different schools. We, we, we used to say the whole thing and now you people have said this and, I won't say it the wrong way, but you, you see some schools, well, yeah, that's the school that needs it. And this school over here doesn't need it. Right. You know? Now they all need it Yeah. because it's been s- such a, a, a amount of stress on everybody. And of course, teachers as well. Every, any teacher out there knows that they're spending so much money out of their own pocket every month uh, to or every year, especially at the start of the year, but throughout the year as well, to make sure their classroom has all the tools it, it needs. And that's where we came along with the Stuff the Bus Foundation about five or six years ago when we went to a full... 501c3 nonprofit mm-hmm. and became a foundation. It became more than Tony Rose living in a school bus for four days a year. But instead, you know, 365 days a year, we were able to start bridge it out with not only school supplies, but every single month now accepting teacher grant applications. We do that every month. 
And every month we're allocating up to $5,000 a month that goes directly back to local teachers, not only in Bowling Green and Warren County, but really in about a 15 county area. So the Brad, um, Brad ba- area. Basically yeah. Brad. And, and I'd always say, counties. yeah, and if there's something out there in central to southern Kentucky, even to northern Tennessee now, you know, with our community champion partners, we're able to make sure that that money is there for those teachers. And just like, you know, uh, we had our board meeting this month and we're allocating $5,000 during our summer of giving over $50,000 going back to local schools and teachers. And the great thing about our foundation is every single penny that's donated on top of every single school supply stays local right here in basically Southern Kentucky. That's awesome. And always has been. Yeah. And that, you know, that's, that's again, Mm -hmm. back to the spirit of the community uh, in, in this region. So as a, and I'm going to use air quotes, radio personality. Great, great radio <laughs> one, by the way, with the air quotes. Yes. As a radio yeah. personality, I have to explain I'm doing air quotes because, yeah. you know. For a lot of people, you have to explain what radio is. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Uh, theater of the mind here. Yeah. Um, as a radio personality and a community leader, yeah. uh, as, you know, and you are, uh, you've had an opportunity to connect mm-hmm. with a wide range of 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 folks here in Southern Kentucky, South Central Kentucky. How do you think the various roles have contributed to fostering a sense of community and enhancing the overall quality of life in the region? I know you've touched on a little bit, yeah. but, but go a little deeper. Uh, well, we've always said, and you know this too, I, you're one of my mentors in this business. You Am know, I? From, yeah, you really are, man. I mean, you were one of my first radio friends outside of my bubble that I was in, yeah. if that makes sense. And I've always... And then I quit. <laughs> yeah, then, we, we like to say parole. Um, anyway, to a much more, a, a much easier job in government. I was pardoned. Yeah, uh, yeah, you got the, yeah, you had to, we're not going to say it's a full Shawshank Redemption moment where you had to crawl through, never mind. That, um, is that your favorite movie, Justin? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little Andy Dufresne moment over here. And so... Uh, but I think that's what, and I've lost track of the question now. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, how do you think the various roles have yeah. contributed to fostering a sense of community, enhancing the overall quality of life in the region? We're storytellers at the end of the day, whether, yeah. whether we're in radio, whether we're doing podcasts, whether, you know, we're uh, doing morning shows, whatever it may be, uh, we're storytellers. And I've been blessed with the opportunity to be a storyteller for the community. And I feel like that so many times now everybody goes to, well, I have uh, iHeartRadio or I have Sirius or I have XM or Spotify or whatever. You know, how are you ever going to keep up with that? And the decision that we had to make or I had to make as a professional and my colleagues around me, and you're, I include you as one of them, we had to adapt, we had to evolve, mm-hmm. and we had to figure out different ways to do it. And as I always say, you can get ACDC anywhere, anytime, but you can't get community on Sirius XM. You That's can't right. get that on Spotify. And I always use this, and you can relate to this too. It's I always say that we, and whether we're broadcasters, whether we're community leaders, whether we're storytellers of the community, whether we're nonprofit foundation founders, we are constantly running for office. I know it's coming up on an election year here. We're constantly running for office, but there's never an election day. So we have to be out there. We have to be shaking hands and kissing babies, and we have to be in our community. And we have to truly value and appreciate the gift that we have in this community. And I think that's what a lot of people sometimes have a hard time wrapping their, "Ah, it's a small town or it's not Nashville. That's what's magical. We talked about that earlier. That's what's magical about Bowling Green and Warren County, which I love. I grew up in Logan County, so I'm from this area is the fact that we have so much of an opportunity each and every day. And you look no further than any weekend in the month of October there's always an opportunity for us as community leaders and whatever we choose to do to make an impact in the community around us. And I think that is what's special about my job and my profession, how it's evolved 
almost as a compliment to what satellite radio has brought around. We've had to adapt ourselves to find out what we can truly do for our neighbors around us. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, wherever you get your music, you're not going to get local news no. on Sirius XM. No. You're not going to find out about the community events. And I, I think that's interesting you talk about, uh, you know, every weekend in this yeah. area, there is something happening. Yeah. And it all uh, it all uh, contributes to our economic success. It does. And it helps businesses succeed as well. Mm. And so again, you know, it just it's just one of the the many reasons, you know, this is such a special place. Look no further than just downtown. I know I yeah. don't want to take up all the time, but why not? I'm in radio. Uh, I talk well, for a living. But, uh, actually, yeah. you're the guest, so it's it's <laughs> your time. Right. It's my show and I'm going to do what I want to do. Just call me Jim Cesare Rogan over here. Anyway, yeah. um, so the um, where's my cigar? I thought there were cigars. They're right there. Uh, okay, I got you. Oh, they're, wow, they're actually okay. Never mind. They're actually in. I wish we. Anyway, um, no smoking in the studio. No, yes, yeah, general rule. That's not you. That's from upper management here, yeah. right? Now I, I know I'm gonna get off track here, but yeah. you know when I first started radio in the '80s, you could still yeah. smoke in the studio. Oh, no, yeah. I did, but I the guy before me did. And I'm like, golly, man. As I work at a station that was built in when Elvis was was touring, uh, you can still see the stains, actually, yeah. on the walls. The nicotine's so, on the, nicotine, the wall. Yeah. Okay. It gives them character, and it keeps the mold away. Um, anyway, um, but no, look no further than what we just saw this past weekend, and then just during the summer, and just downtown Bowling Green alone, yeah. what we're seeing with, like, Duncan Hines days, or you're seeing with, uh, you know, the uh, the Harvest Festival, and a couple of weeks, the the BG262 Marathon that's coming through. And How many? half. And half. And half. <laughs> and the 6,000, or in my case, the kids run. It's a little one. Uh, but you see how much... An economic impact that brings in. Of course, I don't know the numbers like you do. You're you're in this universe, but I do know that hotel rooms are full. And look, look at Beach Bend. What's happening out there with the hot rod reunions yeah, and, and all the Mustangs stuff. here Mustangs. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, of course, don't even get pops. going on Western and everything that WKU brings in. But look for you know look for a hotel room. Look for you know look for a restaurant to eat it on a Friday or Saturday night. And again, it's it's this drive down Scottsboro. Road. Yeah, drive down Scottsboro Road. <laughs> or walk, we're, it might be quicker. Yeah, we're in this perfect little hot spot of like, there's always something to do in this community, mm-hmm. and it's it's community still. It's not just one little pop up event that that targets a certain demographic or a certain uh, age group or whatever it may be. Everybody, it's all inclusive for everybody. Whether you go to the International Festival or you go to Harvest Fest or whatever yeah. it is, or go to Sky Pack, or on, go to Sky you know, Pack. see exactly. one of the yeah the guys. Uh, it, I, I see all the uh, what's the name of that show that we watch, Justin, with the. What's that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Burr. I yeah. mean, they're all yeah. coming now. Yeah. They, they, they're like, hey, you got to go to Bowling Green. <laughs> yeah, because it's a good room. They yeah. like to work the room. It's good. But I think that's what's great. Hot Rods, whatever it is, the list yeah. goes on and on. Mellow World. I don't know. It's throwing it all out there now. Uh, but it's all there in this community and it's all where everybody can relate to it and be part of it and i think that's again that's what makes this area magical you know and i'm glad and and with that being said too and i'll 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 put you over uh this is it's it's, (laughs) i know i'm marking out here um but that's what you're doing too with this podcast i mean it'd be so easy to do a podcast where you're sitting here and you're talking about what's going on in hollywood or what kind of music you like or things that things that you care about which i know you're passionate about the community but at the same time to be able to do a podcast where basically you're spotlighting everything around you. It's the rising tide that lifts all yeah. boats. I talk about that a lot. And it's, like I said, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to just talk about what bands you've seen or what books you're reading or whatever it is versus 
lifting up the community around you. So I applaud you for taking on well, thank this you. labor of love for that's, sure. That's why I brought you here so you can yeah, give me so some I could kudos. Give you a nice polish there on the way <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. So. so for those that don't understand what the mark and putting you oh, over, yeah. uh, Tony and I are. <laughs> I don't know if I'm I even just, I'm comfortable saying this. Okay. We're wrestling fans. Well, yeah, because it's theater. Yeah, it's, it's it's soap opera for men, and it's not too far from broadcasting <laughs> in so many ways. Yeah, you know, I've worked for Vince McMahon's. <laughs> anyway, all right, well, anyway. good for you. Hey, well, um, whatever, you know. So um, I, I, you know, when yeah. they when they were coming here on a regular <laughs> basis, that I, I always signed up to be security. It, it, you know, it's just so I could get yeah. into the show and be like right there. Mm-hmm. And people are going, is that necessary down there? Yeah. You know, in the middle of. I remember many a show where it's like, we're going to be down front, but I know one guy's going to be one row closer. Yeah, yeah it's me. That's you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's too much information right. there. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you, you talked yeah. about the, uh, the the diverse range of events and activities throughout yeah. the year that, that you know. Yeah are always here right? and, and hi- highlighted some of the most, can you highlight some of the most impactful events you've been a part of and how these events have, have contributed locally? Uh, yeah, just a couple comes off the top of my mind. Obviously beyond stuff, the bus, yeah, beyond stuff, the bus, which is my baby. And that's my passion project. Yeah. And that's the little kitten that I adopted when it was a baby and it grew up to be a tiger. And then it's going to eat me one day. <laughs> um, Travis Hudson told me that story. Great story. Um, I, I don't want to get off topic too. You remember West Strader, right? I, 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 do, do I, yeah. I might've worked no, with no, him I'm a time saying, or two. But, yeah. Yeah, but, but I guess like, you remember how he would tell a story and that's what I've slowly noticed that I've turned myself into it, over the years. Yeah. I sorry. Well, let me tell you. I want to tell you about this. But learn, first, Clem has a cookie recipe that I just love. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> talk about Clem Haskins. Clem Haskins, yes. Yeah. Uh, a cookie, but, but the score is not important. Wes, uh, you, anyway. you know, talk about Wes Strader. Uh, yeah. Great broadcaster. Another mentor. In this yeah, business. yeah, yeah. And and I had the great opportunity to work with him. I had the great opportunity to call a WKU game at Austin P with him once. Really? Yeah. He was desperate. <laughs> and, uh, so I went, I went down there and called again. This was early nineties. All right, one West Strader story for the folks that know. I, a lot of people who know West Strader listen to this podcast. I know that. Um, I remember one time he was telling me uh, about he was doing a Florida. It was I was doing PA for a while, um, and he came up to me at a game, and I was looking at the players for Florida International. Obviously, a very diverse roster. Yeah, and there were three or four players whose last name was Vich. Okay, like, 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 V I C H, V I C H. And I was sitting there looking at him. I was like, man, it's going to be a long night tonight. And he's like, oh, son, just call them all Smith. Their parents aren't here. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, and there you go. There so, you go. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, I, I, yeah. I got a West Raider story. Yeah. So I took over a radio station in Springfield, Tennessee, back in the mid, mid to late 90s. They, right. they, hired me to come in and basically get it ready to flip. Right. And uh, I went into this room. They had a they had a room and, and it was a, the ra- the building, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day they used to build radio stations to be radio stations. Right. You know, now you just put them anywhere. Right. Um like upstairs at your house. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, no big uh, deal. Uh, wait, you're you're, you're 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 giving away the magic here. But yeah, breaking the fourth wall, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I go into this one room, and it's literally you open a door, and there's a mountain of garbage <laughs> to the ceiling. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I right. mean, it's like anything that they didn't want to walk out to the dumpster or yeah. any old printer or anything. Sounds they just so threw radio it in this room. right now. Yeah. And it was literally from the floor to the ceiling. 
Right. And I was like, we got to clean this out. We we found a birthday cake in the box, <laughs> and it was mummified. It, you know, it was still perfect, and it was hard to drop. But what I did find in there was three of the records of the game that West Strader called uh, the WKU. Um, I can't remember who they played in right. that historic game. It yeah. might have been UK. I don't know. But anyhow, I found three of them. So I kept one. Right. I gave one to the university, and I gave one to Wes, and he didn't have one. Wow. He's like, this is awesome. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the one I gave WKU is in the, the alumni center That's of, pretty cool. on display up there. But anyhow. That's I, really cool. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. So I, I have one around here, In other too. notes, for the people that really know radio, that was probably the engineer's room. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it was no. like a, it, it was like an office or oh, something, okay. but they yeah. just, yeah, it wasn't the engineer's room. We're going to use it at some point. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, but the events though that you talk about, yeah, not only stuff to bust here recently, I'll tell you one thing um, that really hit home for me and it changed. I think it showed the power of local radio. It also showed the power of community and it also showed um, just, you know, what spirit is all about. And that was when we had the tornadoes a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, to me, that was the, when we talk about, you know, what can Spotify not do for you that local radio can, that was a moment right there. You see this community come together in a yeah. travesty, um, as sad as it was. And, at the, but at the same time, seeing how this community rallied around and then in turn, it, the country rallied around mm -hmm. this area and, and our neighbors down in, you know, in, um, Middleburg County, I guess it was Middleburg, right? Yeah. Um, how it, Oh, everybody rallied together for that. And there's been many over the years. I mean, you can go back, but that's the one that really resonates to me because it kind of changed how we do business too. Uh, obviously we were still kind of coming out of a pandemic at that time. Yep. I felt like in a way that was kind of like the, the ringing of the bell that, okay, everybody's got to come together now. We yeah. can't, we got to get out of, you know, and it, it, uh, it showed what we do with how powerful it can be as far as getting the message out there. I remember that day, that day after, that Saturday after just going out and trying to sift through the yeah. destroyed wreckage of Bowling Green mm -hmm. and, you know, showing people where the help is and where the relief is. And that's, again, that's where our job, you can't get that on XM or Sirius Radio. That's right. And at the same time, too, that changed the Stuff the Bus Foundation, too, completely. It completely flipped what we were doing the Stuff the Bus Foundation and kind of redefine many of our mission statements as well at the same time. So that was that was probably the one the, the most recent, and yeah. um, it, it'll stick with me for a long time. Well, sure, yeah. and uh, you know, but it, it does show the power of the, the mm -hmm. community spirit, and uh, yeah. you know, as tragic as it was, uh, you always try to find silver linings and oh, yeah. things, and I think it's uh, you know rejuvenating the bypass to some extent. Yeah. Uh, you know, some areas are, are getting a, a little love that they might not have gotten before. You know, you think about that. Yeah, because you talk about it from that side of the, of the fence as well on the economic side. Yeah. We see it. But if you go down the bypass, sure, the landscape completely changed overnight, especially where the roundabout was, completely changed. Yeah. But now you look at how it's changed almost for the better as you go down the bypass. That's becoming one of the hot, I would imagine, one of the hot property real estate areas in Southern Kentucky right yeah. there. Except for K Buenos, uh, they have not opened back up yet. <laughs> we won't even go there. Let me tell you about our great friends at K Buenos. Uh, Justin is <laughs> devastated still. <laughs> It'll be a Wendy's before it's a K Buenos again. Yeah, you know? no kidding. Um, All right. So, you know, and, and talking about being in local radio, yeah. you, you know, there is a it requires you yeah. and and others that are in the industry to sort of reinvent yourself heck yeah 
And so, you know, you've transitioned into live streaming and fundraising. You've mm -hmm. adapted to new media and technologies. How do you see the intersection of digital platforms and community engagement playing a role in the continued growth and development of South Central Kentucky, both economically and in terms of quality of life? Yeah, I, I think you got to be ready to evolve. We've talked about that. I, I've said this before about our business, and I always feel like that the asteroids already hit the earth. We're just a bunch of dinosaurs hanging out down in Florida waiting for the tidal wave to hit us. Um, you have to figure it out. And I think where we're at now, you have to embrace things, whether it's podcasting to get your message out there. Again, it all goes back to whether, you know, whatever we're doing. I always resonate on this. We're storytellers at the end of the day, whether I'm in radio, whether we're doing podcasts, whether we're a local official, whether we're the Doug Garmans of the world, whoever it is, we're telling a story of our community to whoever right. has their ears open to listen to it. And I feel like there are so many people in so many states, especially, that are looking for that feeling of home, that feeling of being welcome. And yeah. we have that avenue there through so many different platforms. It's not just TV, radio, and newspaper anymore. It's podcasting. It's the use of social media, the, the good use of social media, where we can tell our story out there, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or X or whatever it is this week, yeah. um, to, to promote ourselves. And here's the thing. Businesses I'm going are, back to Facebook. Yeah, I am too, yes. <laughs> Let me tell you about this new thing, MySpace. MySpace, that's it. It's huge. <laughs> Huge. Anyway, I sound like Donald Trump is really, really huge. It's going to be great. Um, but I feel like we, again, at the same time, we're telling our message as a community of, as Warren County, as Southern Kentucky, to so many people. We had a, a family. Uh, obviously, I'm big into the, the swim world with my daughter. She's 10. She's a swimmer. We just had a coach relocate here from Montana. From Montana, of all places. Which the swimming of, capital of the world. Yeah. Like, they can swim for up to three days a year now. <laughs> anyway, but they're in Montana, and they find an opening for a coaching position in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And that was the first question you asked these people in an interview. It's like, why are you moving, relocating your family with three teenage daughters all the way across the country? And it's because they... They looked up Bowling Green. They looked up the schools. They looked up the businesses. They looked up the community, the churches, mm -hmm. everything around here. And they're like, we can live there. And and a lot of us are going, I could live in Montana. <laughs> you <laughs> but you know? can't swim. <laughs> but you can't swim. But and the thing they were saying, it's like, because Montana, just for example, picking on Montana, the cost of living has went through the roof, yeah. whether it's from Yellowstone or whether it's from just people wanting to get out of these other states like California, wherever it may be. And they're moving there. And it's like, we want to go somewhere that it's home. And they felt like they could make a home here in Bowling Green. And guess what? You know, there's a family of five now in Bowling Green that, you know, is making roots here, yeah. you know, and they found us literally through the power of good use of social media and good use of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And they saw the story that we were telling in Warren County all the way in Montana. Yeah. That's just a recent example. I I th we went to Montana a couple of years ago, and uh, I, I read a story about there's there's one area in Montana where there's more billionaires per capita than yeah. any other place on earth. I'm like, golly. not in Auburn currently. <laughs> anyway, but um, oh. anyway, but that and again, I, I, I don't know if I hope I'm not dancing around the questions, but it's no, just, no, I'm you, so proud of this community. I mean, obviously, it's been very, very good to me. We're never going to get rich in this line of work, but. Wait, uh, what? What? <laughs> when is that supposed to happen? You got rich in it? Um, but at the same time, like I've had opportunities to move. I've had opportunities to sure. go to other markets. We all have. And you have too. You've been in other markets. And at the same, but it's like something about this area. It's just something special about Warren County and Bowling Green that brings you back to it. Yeah. And um, 
it's home. It's home. I was in uh, uh, at the Grand Canyon a few weeks ago. I was going to congratulate you on that. Oh, thank you. You walked the rim, right? I did the rim to rim. Yeah. And um, um, I was uh, we we stayed in Kanab, Utah. Okay. Which is a, a little town in in uh, I guess southern Utah. And it was the place where they used to film all the westerns back in the fifties oh, wow. and sixties, you know, yeah. Lone Ranger and Gunsmoke and all that. Yeah. But we were sitting in this little restaurant, and uh, it, there was a hotel across the street. We were having dinner the day after we did the rim to rim, and um, uh, I noticed there was a bunch of Corvettes across the street at the hotel, all backed in, like right. you see around here oh, all yeah. the time. Any yeah, any and, any given night at Smoky yeah. Bones, yeah. 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 And so all of a sudden, these people come in, and I see a, a cup, a cup, two couples sitting right. at the table next to us, and this guy's got on a, a, a Corvette Museum shirt, right? And so I, you know, went over and talked to him, and said, "Hey," I go. Um, been to Bowling Green? He goes, oh, yeah, a bunch of times. <laughs> I go, where are you from? I go, I'm from Bowling Green. I should preface yeah, that. Right. He, yeah. I go, not hey, random. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. He goes, oh, really? And then uh, he said, we're from California. He goes, this wow. is our club. We're, we're doing a little cruise around, whatever. And and then uh, so we're sitting there having dinner. I heard him tell someone else, he goes, that guy's from Bowling Green over there. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like fanboy. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I'm yeah. like, you know, hey, but I, you know, I made a yeah. point to, to say to them, Thanks for, for yeah. coming to Bowling Green. We appreciate it when you all come to town. And I, I try right. to do that anytime I see any of the car enthusiasts in yeah. town. Thank you for being here because our band plays a lot of those events. Right. And, you know, they're important to our economy as well. And I think that's one thing anybody that listens to this podcast especially needs to remember is we're always, like I said, we're always running for office. You know, we may not be in Bowling Green or Warren County. We may I'm be, done running for well, office. Well, okay, maybe that's <laughs> a bad, yeah, okay, bad analogy. But you never know. Yeah. When you're going to have a chance to promote your community and promote your neighbors and promote your businesses and your sponsors or whatever you want to call it. You never know when you have that chance. And in this case, here you are halfway across the country doing a bucket list item. Right. That you have every right to stay focused 100 percent on yourself and your moment and your family and the people you're with. But you take that opportunity to lift up the your community hours and hours away, you can't pass that up. No. You know, and I think that's one of the key things that absolutely I admire about the leaders that we have in this community, that they lead even when they're off the clock. Yeah. 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 So. That's a good statement. Uh, did I leave anything out? Oh, man, a whole lot of stuff. I don't know. We got the one time that thing happened with the other thing. And then oh, that the one, incident? The incident. And then Mellow World. Have you heard about Mellow World? That's our, no, I'm just kidding. I'll tell you about that off the air. Yeah, so yeah. That's, uh, I don't want to go there. That's the last thing we need to do is link this okay. together. But uh, no, and, and again, I just I, I applaud you taking on this effort because we talked about before we went on to record here and to post this that a lot of people ask me, it's like, why don't you do a podcast, Tony? Why don't you do a podcast? And I was like, well, DeCesare stole my idea. <laughs> And <laughs> best ideas I ever got. And I stole. I was going to say just <laughs> flattery, uh, but it takes a tremendous amount of work and time and effort and prep to do it right. And it I does. Admire, no, no and, and, and I've followed along since you started this, and and I admire the fact that you've stuck with it because I imagine there's been some days where it's like I just would rather put that up. Let's punt on it this week, and getting the guests out there and bringing the folks in, and, and these are people that we need to hear from in our community, and. Um, and, and like I said, I applaud it because it does take a lot of effort. And, of course, all the folks behind the scenes here as well yeah. who have to edit and produce and post and all this. So, you know, hats off to the 
Hats off to the pokes, spinning yeah, the dials. Yeah, there you say. go. Yeah. So, so you're episode 26, by the way. I was hoping it would be under 30. So yeah, I got yeah, in. Yeah, you're yeah. in the top 50. Yeah. <laughs> I never got 40 <laughs> under 40, but at least I get 30 under 30. Yeah, yeah there you so. go. All right. Well, um, hey, uh, yeah. we appreciate Thank it. You and I'm, you know, I'm speaking for our community. You know, yeah. we appreciate all you do for our community and, and getting out there. And, you know, it's tough. Yeah. Whether you're in politics or you're yeah. in radio or TV or whatever, uh, yeah. it's tough putting yourself out there at times because it, you open yourself up. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the rewards are, right. you know, it, more important. The reward of doing something good for the neighborhood is more important than, you know, some of the haters out there. That's true. And, and, uh, but we appreciate all that you do for our community. And we appreciate you being on the DeCesare Group podcast. Look out. I'm waiting for my complimentary T-shirt and gift card. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we get them. We'll, we'll get you one. Okay. Thank you very we're, much. We're looking too. for sponsors, by the way, now. You know, we got to we gotta float this ride. I want Bingham brownies. That's what I want. And well, we can. We can I know people in, that can help I know people that can hook you up. But now that she's a grandma. Okay. You know, she's she's focused on one thing but she still makes her brown ring the bell for that one i'm all right all right good to see you buddy thank you very much thanks for being on the show that was great fun chatting with tony rose i hope you enjoyed our shenanigans and i hope you enjoyed the decessory group podcast please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast leave a review and connect with us on social media platforms facebook x instagram and linkedin you can also subscribe to our newsletter soki economic development and business news on our website thedecessorygroup.com Today's program is produced by the DeCesare Group, a full-service business consulting, development, and public relations firm. Our engineer is our own impractical joker, Justin DeCesare, with content contributions from Brooke Mattingly and the president of the Tony Rose Fan Club, Amy DeCesare. I'm Jim DeCesare, and join us again next time for the DeCesare Group Podcast.